0: I'm pretty worried about this episode. Batman Begins is my favorite Batman movie, and we're doing a movies from memory episode on it. I hope we don't blow this, man. I think we're going to do good. It's one of my most watched movies. When was the last time you saw Batman Begins? At least a year ago, yeah. Okay, okay. Same for me. I think I watched it in 2022 maybe, but I mean, I've seen it. Probably 20 times. I know you've seen it 600 times. Yeah, but it's... Uh, so you not, better not mess up. It's a up. background movie for me. Like, often I'll put it in the background. I don't always finish it when I watch it, but I've... He's already I've making excuses. It. I am making excuses because it's a, it's going to be a tough one. It's over 2 hours, 2 hours, 20 minutes. Welcome back to Raiders of Lost podcast. We are doing movies from memory with Batman Begins. We'll try our best to piece this movie completely from memory, scene by scene... Line by line, just kidding, line by line would be ridiculous. We could do a lot of quotes, though. We could do plenty, (laughs) of course. I mean, this is one of my most watched movies, one of my most listened to scores. For sure. The score is fantastic. And then a quoted movie in our household since we were teenagers. And I remember clearly seeing this in theaters, being like a huge Batman fan already, and then seeing this one, and I was like, what the fuck? This is insane. Back in 2005. Wow. That makes you feel old. A crazy statistic I heard, or you told me the other day was... Two thousand and six is just as far away from right now as twenty forty is. Further away. No, it's the same. No, it's, we're in November, bro. Well, I'm going by years, Anthony. I'm not going. Well, I'm saying I'm not counting the fucking days. I'm just saying it's well. It's Contextually, November. people are gonna be listening. If it was June, yes, but this is posting at the end of November. Well, actually, it's it's saying. closer to twenty forty one. Get your back straight. Fact check false. <laughs> Anthony just doesn't like to have any fun, everybody. That's what we have learned already within three minutes of this episode. Anthony hates having fun. I love fun. You're just I t- just love busting your balls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying you're not accurate. Well, also, people are going to be listening to this episode in, like, two years. They're just going to be like, oh, it was 2023 when they made this episode, Anthony. They'll also be like, oh, it was November 2023. Anyways, so when that, that may be what that first guy said was Directed wrong. by Christopher Nolan, written by Nolan, as well, <laughs> as well as... David, no, what's his name? Um, David S. Goyer. David S. Goyer. I almost said David Gordon Green. David S. Goyer. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God it wasn't David Gordon Green. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Batman kills. (laughs) They made this back in 2005 (laughs) after Batman Forever bombed the box office in the late 90s, and Warner Brothers was trying to figure out a new reboot for the character in the franchise, and they stumbled upon Christopher Nolan. It's great. He got the job because of Insomnia was a big success. Insomnia made 100 mil, so they were like, okay, what do you want? And then they were looking to do Batman, so he pitched his version of Batman with Goyer. And then they were like, let's go, man. And you all know how much we love Nolan's trilogy. Brought so much realism to the character and to the world. Grounded Batman in reality. What if he existed in our world? And they're terrific films. We've done the trilogy before. We've never done solo episodes on them, though. Never, never. I would love to do that maybe in 2024. Yes. Which will be closer to 2041 than 2006, (laughs) Anthony. And now, like all of our other... Movies from me- movies from memory episodes. We've done no notes, no prep. Haven't looked into it. I, I- listened to the music a little bit today. Okay, well that's a- it's not really a spoiler because the tracks are named after bats. Yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> it's all like different genes- genesis of bats, and so <laughs> you can't get any spoilers from track names. But I do listen to that score like once every Epict- week. Epictetus is like my favorite Ep- one. Epic Textius. Something like that. It that's the problem. Like, I, it was neat, but then, like, I can't remember the track name. So then when I'm like, what's my favorite tracks? I'm always like, wait, is it that the one, one that or the other one? EP. Molasses is great. Barbastella is great. Yeah, gr- nope. yeah Barbastella, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Not Barbacoa, Tacos. Barbastella. <laughs> Barbastella is the good one. <laughs> Still sounds like a Molasses taco. Molasses is great. Molasses. Molasses. But that's the problem. Like, other film scores their tracks are named after either scenes or character moments or whatever and you you have a good memory of what the good ones are because the names are so easy to remember but the Batman Begins soundtrack, it's like wait which ones are the good ones? Only bat experts know (laughs) (laughs) 7 people on the planet I love Hans but that was a mistake on his part No, I think it's cool, I think it's cool (laughs) but we might as well get into movies for memory and again if you've never listened to this kind of episode we do it like once every month or so and we've done The Matrix before, we did Fellowship of the Ring, we basically just go through the whole movie from memory chronologically from the start of the film to the end. And if you want to listen to this episode ad free, we now have the ad free experience on Patreon. So p- feel free to join the $5 tier or up to get access to all episodes of the show ad free. Patreon.com slash Raiders of the Lost Podcast. Link in the description of this episode. Let's get in. Obviously, we have the opening of the Warner Brothers Lot as well as the Warner Brothers logo. So... <sighs> Well, this is... <laughs> no, no, it's like this. Yeah, the, it's Bat Wings.
1: <laughs> See, that's pretty what, good. That's pretty good. pretty good. I listen to it a lot.
0: <laughs> so, Bat Wings coming in. <laughs> people are listening to this in their car yet. You can't be screaming into the mic. <laughs> <laughs> then we have, obviously, the great... The orange hue and color scheme yes. of the film is really yes. great. And then we have... The bats creating the logo, and is there, there's an image of Batman, right? That the bats no, create? it's no. just like um, the bat. I think it makes a bat symbol. Yeah, yeah that's what it is, bat symbol. Yeah, so it starts with, starts with Warner Brothers, then Legendary, then Syncopy, and then the bat logo with the bats. Mirror Image Productions. <laughs> <laughs> that's our production company. <laughs> and then the first scene we get is young Bruce Wayne running through his yard. His massive yard. Yeah, he's his, guarded. His, the East Garden. <laughs> <laughs> with young Rachel Dawes, they're playing, well, basically, he took this little arrowhead from, or he's, he's running with the arrowhead in his hand, right? Finder's Keepers. Finder's Keepers, yes. And he's hiding she's from- She's chasing him. She's chasing him because he has the arrowhead and sort of like hide-and-seek tag, and then he stumbles and falls. He, he's on top of this old well. He falls through the well, and he falls down yeah, he to the top of the well. Yeah, there's a wood panel above the opening of the well. He sits on that to hide from Rachel, while she's like, Bruce! Bruce! And And then he he collapses under him. Then we get the great slow-mo of him from within the cave, looking upwards of the body falling in slow motion with the wood above him. And then he does a reverse shot of him falling down, and then he lands in the bottom of the cave. And Nolan bookended this in Dark Knight Rises with the tunnel. Deshi, deshi, basara, basara. Deshi, deshi, basara, basara. And so Rachel goes to get help, and Bruce is there by himself, very scared of what's going to happen. He keeps hearing noises in yes. this cave inside the tunnel. He looks to it, and bats come swarming and terrifying, and it's very scary. Them cut to Bruce Wayne older in jail in some random prison. So old in some random country. Eighty years old Bruce Wayne. <laughs> He's probably like 23, <laughs> with a with a fake beard. By the way, fake beard. Yeah, you can tell it's a fake beard because when Christian does beards now, he only can really grow the chin and mustache. It still looks better. Yeah, it looks better. But that's how you can tell this is fake because he never gets the cheek fu- the cheek beard. So he's got a pretty bad fake beard <laughs> in this prison. But we don't know what this prison is. It could be anywhere. And it opens with just the moaning s- screams of somebody in this jail. Yes. And then basically we have Bruce. He's a prisoner in this place. His in- roommate is like an old man. In the cell, they will, yes. and then he says, like, they will beat you today or something like that because yeah. there's bullies at, at jail. Bullies? <laughs> I think they're a little worse than bullies. I think they're murderers. <laughs> <laughs> they're really mean to Bruce. He's an outsider. Hey, yeah, he instigates it. I'm sure. No, he, he just instigates it from being who he is, basically. So then he's in the lunch line, and then the big guy comes and messes well, with him. Well, first he gets, like, the slop in his bowl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like, what's, what's the big guy say to him? Um... Uh, Today, he's like, "I hey, am and the devil," yeah. the, but Bruce the, says, something am like, can not we do this after, after brec- lunch? After uh, breakfast?" Yes. And, and then the big guy. The, no, no, Then he goes, "No, you're practice," and then he fights him. He's yeah, he's like, "I am the devil," and I'm gonna like beat the shit out of you, basically. In so many words, something like that. The devil. Some, doesn't he call him like a little man? Yeah, he and says, you "Little man, are, I'm, and you are something," and then he goes, "No, the, I'm practice. You're your practice. practice." And then they fight, and he goes tumbling down the hill, and then it's Bruce versus, like, six guys. In the mud. In yeah. the mud and beats the crap out of them it's all. It's really great fight fire co- fire choreography. Yeah, we get a little a hint at uh, Bruce Wayne's fighting style yeah. in the trilogy. I can't remember the, the name of the martial arts that Chris that Chris Nolan based his fighting style off style off of with the stunt choreographers, but it's really effective, and the style basically is using every limb of your body as an offensive and defensive weapon. I believe it's Krav Maga? Something Krav Maga? Yeah, Krav no, Maga. no, 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 no. Something like that, in the same vein. Not that. But basically, yeah, you're using all parts of your body offensively and defensively, using energy from blows coming at you to divert them, and using that energy to counter uh, offensive hits attacks on you. And he's very capable, like, they break through that metal fence, and they're all, like, slipping and sliding into that mud. (laughs) 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 But then he's, like, beating the shit out of the other guys, and so the guards come over, and they grab Bruce, and like, and he's like, what are you doing? He's like, for protection! No, no, they say you're going, like, uh, solitary. Solitary, yeah. For what? Solitary for what? Protection! I don't need protection! Protection, protection for from them! <laughs> <laughs> and then Bruce is in the hole. It's great. It's This is great character building. Exactly. We're not explaining it. We're showing that this guy is capable, he's fierce, and he's brutal. So brutal that six of, like, the most ruthless men you can think of are getting destroyed by him, and he's being taken away from them for their protection. That's- it's just great character building for understanding how physically, um, daunting this guy is. And then Bruce is in solitary confinement, and he does get a visitor, this guy in this really nice suit, and Bruce is talking to him, and this guy knows who Bruce is. He's like, the world is too small for someone like Bruce Wayne to disappear, and basically he's asking him, like, what are you doing here? And he's like, what what does Bruce say? He says, um... He's, he's training, basically. That's what he's. That's what he's really doing. He's training. He's trying to learn the criminal underworld. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Raz understands what he's doing, but he know he see he knows that he's making like he's mistaken in terms of his projection of like, what he's doing and how he's doing it. Because what what does what can Bruce do? What does Bruce want to do with his life? And Raz Ghul sees potential in him. Raz Ghul sees a man who needs to be put on a certain path to find success and could actually make a difference in the world. And obviously, we don't know yet, but he's using—he's gonna eventually use Bruce as a pawn. That's his goal, so he's Bruce as a pawn to take down Gotham. Yeah, and y- you can only understand, like, Ra's in the League of Shadows, like, how they traced him. It's really interesting, it's just, so much is left kind of open-ended and unexplained in a great way. Like, we don't need to see Ra's, we don't need to understand, like, how Ra's tracked him down. The only th- thing that matters is that he's there. It's fucking Rosa It God. adds a mystery to the character and then Liam Neeson is just phenomenal in this scene. It's so, great. Uh there were six seven of them. I counted six. Mr. Wayne. I counted six, The world's w- too small. That's for- when he first reveals his name yeah. and he's like how do you for know someone Wayne? like Bruce Wayne yeah. to disappear? Yeah. yeah. And basically he offers him a choice. You can either stay here and be a criminal basically and just live in this prison for the rest of your life or just go prison to prison or you can become a legend basically, legend Mr. Wayne. A legend. What you do is basically pick a rare flower grows at the summit of this mountain yeah. and pick that, climb the mountain, and you'll begin basically training. And this is when he gets dropped off. He gets thrown on the road by that truck of who, probably um, prison guards just dropped him off there. Then he begins his hike. And this is really something Nolan's always done in creating epic scope with his stories, This these beautiful landscapes, these helicopter shots of the glaciers. The mountainsides, glaciers. Just, yeah, you did girls, British bro. and mixed with American accent there. That's what happens when you watch Me vs. Wild. Glacier? No, he says glacier. 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 You're right. Glacier. Glacier. Or glacier. I can say it however the fuck I want. <laughs> I'm just saying you can you put them both together. Glacier. No, you glacier. Say, no, no, it's, it's, it's glacier is the American way. Yeah, that's saying. what I'm saying. Glacier is American. I understand. Glacier. Glacier. British. I do. I like to mix it up. Glacier. Glacier. So I ridiculous. can see it sounds so ridiculous. ridiculous. Glacier. <laughs> it's so pretentious sounding. <laughs> like, I have my own <laughs> dialect. Latin <laughs> is basically America, though. <laughs> yeah. And we get these incredible shots of the glaciers. <laughs> <laughs> Same glacier from inter- Interstellar. Correct the mundo. Yeah, there's a volcanic <laughs> eruption. That's why it's covered in gray ash and interstellar. Wow, you have so many great fun facts. That's what people tell me. <laughs> 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 anyway, so he passes by like a village on the mountainside, so we understand that there's like people that live nearby. And there's a storm coming. A storm. No, you, coming. you go back. You go, go back. back. Go back. Go <laughs> back. <laughs> I will tell him you saved his life. <laughs> <laughs> Save it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then we see the temple in the distance, and like that's. A, The way the camera shows it's like oh that's where he's going, so he makes it to the temple entrance, and this beautiful woodworked walls and door, and they built this entire set. Nolan obviously being very practical, but even for like having his big first but first big budget project, still being like I'm gonna do it the real way and build these sets. For real, and it just makes all the difference. In and the a couple world. of miniatures. I believe the one they yes. blew up was a miniature. Yeah. But it still looks terrific. And he enters the temple. It's very spooky in there. It's he's hazy, very tired. And he's exhausted. And Raz Al Ghul greets him. And we see, well, we see who he thinks is a Al Ghul, yes. basically. Because doesn't, obviously, Liam Neeson's character, uh, what's his name? Deckard? No, no. Um, Drukard. 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 Something like that. That's his his alias. Henry for, Drew Card, I believe. Yeah, this is alias until we find out his Ra's al Ghul, because they bring up Ra's al Ghul in the League of Shadows. Yes. And earlier, Bruce says a League of Vigilantes, and so he's kind of talking shit about the League of Shadows. He's because, heard of them, exactly, yeah. because he's been traveling the world. We don't, we'll find out eventually. And so he sees Ra's al Ghul basically in that kind of temple chair, right? Or is he up up in the rafters? He's play, he's on the temple chair. Yeah, uh, played by Ken, Watan- Ken Watanabe and. In- He's got this great mysterious quality to him, and then he's got a very, he's he's got a great look like um, Pai Mei in sure. Kill Bill, like, like old two. old Kung Fu movies. Yeah, 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 very cool. I agree. And then the other followers of the League of Shadows show up, and then he's like, "Why have you come? <laughs> <laughs> I seek a means to end corruption, injustice, injustice. Seek yeah, seek a means to end injustice, and to prey on those who, and to hurt like to, to 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 basically turn the tables on yeah. criminals." Yeah. Pray and on those who pray on the fearless. Exactly. Basically, Fearful. I want to I fight crime. Yeah, exactly. And then Ducard, I think it's Ducard. Ducard, Ducard, Ducard. Th- Henry Ducard. Henry Ducard thing. Ducard, Ducard you. tests him uh, physically with martial arts. And he asks Bruce, like, are you ready to begin your training? I can barely stand. That does not wait for you to stand. <laughs> so they have a great little fight. But we get a great little more character development. We know, we see that Bruce knows various styles of yes. martial arts. So as Ducard, Ducard takes him down easily. And he's naming the... each style. Exactly. Yeah. So. He's basically showing Bruce that like you're train, you have training, but it's not good enough. This is not a dance, <laughs> <laughs> Tiger. <Taga. laughs> that- he also gives the blue flower. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The blue flower, which is a- an incredibly powerful thematic element of the film. And so, Ducard incapacitates him, and then Bruce is just lying back on the floor, like done. And then, then Ducard brings the flower over and puts it in his lapel, and pats his little chest, says, "Have a nice sleep, Bruce." He says. What What do you fear? What is it you do fear, Bruce You don't fear me. What is it you do fear? Yeah. And then basically we go back and forth, the cross-cutting of Bruce's adolescence to adulthood, as well as his training. So basically now we're cutting to young bruce yes as a child yes and we show his relationship with his mother and his father specifically with his father traveling on the train to see that the, did you build pul- this train dad <laughs> <laughs> i did the people of gotham have good the people of gotham have been good to us and we basically need to give something back because they've built their name from this city and the train heads all the way to Wayne Tower. It's a great shot, and beautiful music from James Newton Howard here, specifically doing the themes of Bruce. Also, the actor they cast as Thomas Wayne looks so much like Christian Bale. He, he looks like his father. It definitely looks like it could be his father. It's a really great casting. Yeah. And we get a lot of great relationship building here with his father. He's, he's very close with him, and the little shots of him showing his, his showing Bruce the pearls that he got, there, his mother for because first. So the first cutback is... Bringing him up from the the uh, tunnel the cave, right. And I'll set the bone you myself set the bone Thank myself because he's a doctor, and you know, then we get to, we meet Alfred for the first time, and then the pearl necklace that he shows his son, he's like, do you think your mom will like it? Like obviously <laughs> <laughs> and um, on the train, there's a great joke where is that where you work, Dad? And he's like, no, 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 I work at the hospital. I leave the running of our company to much to much better men. well, much better, b- better. <laughs> <laughs> much more interested, interested men. men. Meaning so it, he's yeah. not interested so much in the money or the stock of the company, he's more interested in helping people. Exactly. They they do a great job in just a matter of a minute of showing that Thomas Wayne is a good man. Very successful, but also a, a good decent Built man. Built a public transport system for the people of Gotham. It's, it's, it seems like a great guy, and, and you really feel the loss of this one person in this family of of Thomas, yeah, Martha's Martha just gets like one line. <laughs> <laughs> I said family, <laughs> Thomas and Martha, <laughs> tragic loss. You feel the loss of them in Gotham, obviously, from five ten years later when the city's yeah. gone to shit. And also the train. This is a setup for the climax of the film. The, exactly. How the train. It, it All, all of the train lines lead into the center of the city, which is at Wayne Tower. We also have the conversation of Bruce, how he's talking to his father that he's afraid of bats, and he, he's wondering, he asked his father, "Are monsters? do monsters feel fear? Oh, in bed, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah they're in bed! <laughs> <laughs> God, that's a weird way to now put it. Now I get it. why Bruce is so <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> that's a weird way to put it, Anthony. And he, he's telling when Bruce that, is in bed, but no, this is a this is a great character building moment for the creation of Batman and why the writing is terrific in this film because Goyer and Nolan they tie Bruce's guilt, trauma, and his past to his fear, which gives him his powers, his strength basically to to be Batman. That's all connected together: his fear, guilt, and trauma. And he's afraid of bats, obviously. And his father tells him that eh, all creatures feel fear, especially the scary ones. Showing Even the that- scary ones especially the scary ones. (laughs) So bats feel fear too, basically. And and that's when Bruce decides later on to, my enemies, I want my enemies to feel my dread, quoting a little further into the movie. That's why he creates the persona of Batman. But it's great writing. Why butts must have Connecting the guilt, because the guilt obviously is when they go to the brought the show the, the theatrical opera, yeah. play the opera and Bruce gets scared because the act terrible on decision stage. by the parents like let's go see a bad opera <laughs> <laughs> after, your, after your son was traumatized by bats <laughs> 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 A it's a scary, scary yeah, opera. It's a pretty scary looking opera. <laughs> and Bruce is, is terrified. He's having traumatic flashbacks to being in the well with the bats uh, surrounding also him. Also, his <laughs> Vietnam flashbacks. Just helicopters. <laughs> Where's my arm? <laughs> 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 oh my god. <laughs> So he gets scared, and then he goes, "Can we leave?" <laughs> no, don't be a bitch, bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll leave. And then, um, then uh, Martha's like, "What the fuck? <laughs> what is opera?" No, it's me. It's me. A little bit of opera goes a long yeah, way. Yeah. Wink, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh fuck. Oh man. But then, this is the best. This is the best version of Martha and Bruce. I mean, uh, um, Tom's Thomas's death. Joe Chill out there waiting for them. Sees this wealthy couple leaving this play, and rouses them at gunpoint, and unfortunately they both get killed. It's okay. It's, it's okay. Yeah, take what take what you need. It's fine. It's fine. I said jewelry too. Shoots them both because he they don't give him the pearl necklace right away. Because because Chill reaches for Martha and Thomas just instinctually goes to block him. Yeah, and then that causes them to fire. Yeah, caused him to fire. Gun gun goes off, kills them both, gets away with the wallet. The pearls are all over the place, and young then Bruce he says. Ever walk with the devil in the pale moonlight? <laughs> no, no. This is an important emotional moment, Anthony. This is this is the death. Ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? If you're gonna do it, do it. Get it right. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> and it's a sad shot of little Bruce uh, with his parents are dead. And Thomas is dying where it's her: Don't be afraid, Bruce. Don't be afraid. It's really sad. And then we're cutting back to training, right? Yes, first, I, the first uh, the training montage. I believe we're on the glacier with the swords? No, not yet. We're doing- we're walking through, we're seeing like the interior of the- the temple and some training, then Ra's al Ghul is both talking to Bruce and narrating as okay, well. Okay, okay. And also talking about the guilt of- well, Why didn't you avenge your parents? Or something like that, but also showing them like- Not quite of, yet. Some yeah. of the tactics of the League of Shadows, of theatric theatricality. Then we see the prisoner, who's in the cage. And Bruce asks, asks about him, and Razo and Ducard says he's gonna be he's gonna be he killed a neighbor of his for some for like some food or something or money, and so they captured him and they're gonna execute him eventually. And then Bruce is training; he's doing the the training on top of those um, poles. Oh yeah, the wooden poles. Yeah, the wooden poles, and then learning about ninjas, learning about the smokes distraction. Uh, theatricality, deception. So he's learning the basics of it, and then I think it's when we cut to the sword fighting on the on the ice. Yeah, yeah, and then so sword fighting on the ice, which I believe also then cross cuts to Bruce's adolescence coming back from Princeton. Not yet. So we do the sword fight on the ice, and then it fucking looks awesome. It's great. It's beautiful. And then Bruce thinks he gets the upper hand on him. However, he sacrificed his footing for a killing stroke and then Roz taps the ice, and then Bruce falls through the ice into the freezing water, and then it cuts to the campfire. Uh, gotcha. Don't, don't uh, rub your chest. Your arms and legs will take care of themselves. Which is not even good advice. Yeah, yeah. Chris Nolan actually said in an interview, like I, don't, I didn't even think that was real. I just thought it sounded nice. It did sound yeah, good. <laughs> but it's completely inaccurate. You should do your arms and legs. Your chest will handle it. Um, and so this is when they're talking about the death of his parents, and then uh, he was filled with anger and rage, and then... Ducard, that guilt, and then Ducard says, why didn't you avenge your parents? But also Ducard talks about how I wasn't always here in the mountains. I had a love once, my great wife. I had a wife once, my great love. Which obviously ties into Dark Knight Rises. My great life. (laughs) (laughs) It's a pretty dope life. (laughs) Anyways. But also, I just love how Bruce Wayne's a ninja in this film. And training on the glacier is so cool. with The swords, the sword fighting, and we, we actually get the uh, what do you call it? the gauntlets? Gauntlets on his arm. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. So now, okay, now we're cutting to young Bruce in his teenage years coming back from Princeton. He's like 19. Yeah, yeah. he's coming back and he's at Wayne. Uh, he's at he's at the Wayne home, Manor. And Wayne Manor. And Alfred's there, and everything's covered with cloth because you can assume that they hardly have anyone there besides Alfred. He probably lives there all by himself. Yeah. He's just taking care of Wayne Manor and their interests for sure. And Bruce just comes back on holidays and stuff like that. It looks like, and he doesn't even want to stay in his parents' room. Is the master, the parents' room, the master bedroom. And you can tell he's just very angsty. He's very upset. He doesn't he's like still university. Feeling the, the trauma and and guilt of the past on his sleeve. You know, he feels very guilty for his, the death of his parents, but he's also pushing away the family name. He doesn't want anything to do with the Waynes right now because it reminds him too much of what happened. It reminds, reminds him too much of the death of his parents being a Wayne. He says to Alfred, if I had my way I'd pull the damn thing down brick by brick and Alfred's like, this home has sheltered five generations of your family and I care so much because, why do you give a damn, Alfred? It's not your family. I give a damn because so a, a great man once made me responsible for the most precious thing in his life. Haven't given up on me yet. Never, never. <laughs> and we learned, <laughs> we learned that Bruce is only back for the trial of of Joe Chill. Yeah, Rachel shows up, and in the little uh, butler's pantry kitchen area, Alfred still keeps. How long she been there? Alfred <laughs> still keeps the condensed milk on the top shelf, right? Yeah, is the condensed milk? Yeah, it's still on the top. Yep. Uh, what she? What do they say? They say like <clears throat> something, something cute. Never stopped us before from trying. Never kept us from trying. Yeah, yeah. old habits die hard. Yeah. What was it with condensed milk? Were they doing lines or something? <laughs> I don't know. It's not even that good, is it? I mean, it's milk. I'm not sure if I've ever had condensed milk. Sure, you have. Maybe, maybe a couple times. Yeah. 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 I just- like the real thing. <laughs> 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 but we learned that, you know, Rachel is. She's exceeding at her at college and she's going to be an important figure in the city in the future. Well, oh, she's already an assistant DA. Yeah, she's an she? assistant DA. Yeah. yeah. So she's already doing very well for herself. and to contrast that Bruce doesn't like university he's even thinking of probably leaving soon he doesn't he doesn't fit in at school and so nothing just re- nothing at all feels right about him and then she's disappointed that he's only here for the trial, but they do go to the trial together. He thinks that there should be someone she recommends him not going, but he says so much so much should stand up for my family there. So he thinks that he should be there, and then we also get a shot of a revolver inside of his briefcase. Yes, yes, because now he's we realize he's going to plan to kill Joe Chill, and we have the. Tra- oh, sorry. By the way, it's amazing how changing someone's hair slightly can make them look so much different in age. Like, so this young Bruce, his hair is down over his forehead. It may it really does drop his age down a lot. He looks a lot younger, and then, and then when he's training, because he's got it slicked back, and he he looks like ten years older. It's just the hair. It does a lot for an actor. Same thing with Oppenheimer with Killian Murphy when he's obviously at school in the first act of the film. He's supposed to be in his early 20s. The hairstyle makes Killian look a lot younger. Obviously, Killian's like 50, so he can only do so much with the makeup and the face, but he still looked pretty young with the makeup, but the hair really helps sell that he's young. Absolutely, great point. And so the trial, Joe Chill is on the stand, and basically, uh, Bruce is upset. They're on the way to the trial, and he's upset that, Joe Chill is going to get off for being basically giving witness testimony and information on Carmine Falcone, and Bruce is upset about. Yeah, they share a cell. They share a cell yeah. together. They told she he told us things that you know will put him away, which Bruce is pissed about, and that's why he's trying to kill Joe Chill because he doesn't want this man to go out free. I'm going to kill Joe Chill, <laughs> and Bruce accepts it for now, and they go through the trial, and Joe Chill gives a you know a. Well, you can feel like an empathetic apology, you know, he he doesn't, he regrets obviously everything he's done, but he doesn't feel like he deserves to be put on the streets. Basically, he says, you know, not a day goes by that I don't regret what I did. And, and he nothing said n- nothing like really validated what he, his reasoning behind yeah. it f- for the motivation of says, it. He says, you know, a lot of people are desperate back then, but that don't take away from what I did. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty good Churchill. <laughs> <laughs> I believe there's a member of the Wade family present. Would they like, if they got something to say? Bruce just stands up and then leaves, and Joe Chill is so afraid to Turns, face yeah. what he assumes is young little Bruce Wayne. Yeah. That's You can assume that's who he knows who it is, that he doesn't even turn around. It's a great shot of Joe Chill's face, and it's it's good nonverbal acting. I've just realized there's there's a trial scene, there's courtroom scenes in every Batman movie of Nolan's. Yeah. Yeah, because we get the this one, the Harvey Dent scenes in Dark Knight, Dark Knight and then... Uh, scarecrow's Trials <laughs> in Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> and so this is where he's released, and then Chill is swarmed by the press outside the courtroom, and Bruce is watching from behind a, a pillar, nervous. He's got his gun in his hand, he's hiding it in his sleeve, and he's like, he's really, he's ready to do this. And then the crowd starts approaching him, so he, get, he steps away from the pillar, starts approaching the group with his eyes dead set on Joe Chill, ready to pull the trigger. He's about to reach him when a mob person approaches Joe, says, hey, Fal- hey Joe, Falcone says hi. Shoots Bam! him right, Shoots him right in the chest. And Joe, Ch- Joe Chill goes down for the count. And she gets arrested. And Rachel tries to take Bruce away. You don't need to see this, Bruce. He's like, no, I do have you to do. see this. I need to savor it. <laughs> I need to lick his blood. <laughs> and then Rachel and <laughs> Bruce are on the way home. Rachel's upset because... Their star witness just got killed. And she's like, and everyone wonders why they made it public. Falcone wanted him out in the open and basically insinuating that the judge was corrupt and did this on purpose, was working with Falcone to get Joe Chill out in the open, making it a public trial. And then then Rachel says basically – or Bruce says something about – something about – Something about the city, she gets upset and says... He says, the system is broken. And she's like, you have no idea what the system's like. You have no idea what the city is like. And she takes him, basically, to the underpass, this underworld, basically, of how bad things really are in Gotham. And everyone knows... Oh, no, because Bruce says I should be thanking him. Yeah. And she's pissed at Bruce, pissed at everything that happened, and parks in front of the club where Falcone is. And, like, if you want to thank him, we all know where to find him. But as long as he keeps the good people scared and the bad people rich... No one's afraid to cross everyone's afraid to cross them, basically. And then Bruce says, I'm not one of your good people, Rachel. What are you mean? talking about? What do you mean? What do you mean? And then he pulls out the gun and he's It's good people like your father. <clears throat> look yeah. Like your parents, she says. Exactly. Yeah, that's it. And then he pulls out the gun and basically says he was he was prepared to kill Joe Chill. Since she slaps him twice. Twice. Your father would be ashamed of you. Fuck out. <laughs> Get out! <laughs> so- Get out! Get the fuck! <laughs> Get out of the car. Put the money in the bag. <laughs> heads in the air. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't done that in a while. Place me on the pines. Put the money in the bag. Put <laughs> in the air. <laughs> if ever meet Ryan Gosling, I'm doing that. I I think he put would like it. Put the money in the bag. I bet he would love it. <laughs> so then she gets get the fuck out of my car. <laughs> so Bruce gets out. She's she speeds away. And then Bruce looks at the uh, the bar. So then he enters the mob bar. And then he goes, approaches Falcone, who's sitting at a booth, and first he gets searches. He gets searched by security. They find the revolver, and then... No, no gun. No gun. Where does he get the gun, then, that he throws away? No, he, like, tosses it, I think. Okay, so... Because it, then Falcone says that line, pizza. no gun, I'm disappointed. That's what I'm saying. Okay, I'm so First he throws the gun away, yeah. and then he goes to the club and then he's yeah i'm i'm insulted insulted no, no gun God. and tom wilkinson does a great uh, east coast this east coast ish mob accent for being a british actor he's f- fantastic in this small role yeah he's awesome yeah and it's a really interesting conversation where is basically telling him you know well, Bruce says, I'm not afraid. I'm of, here to show you that not everybody in Gotham is afraid of you. Well, you, you, you think you got nothing to lose, you know, because your mommy and daddy are dead. You think you got nothing to lose, but you haven't thought about your butler. You haven't thought about your friend at the DA. BAM! BAM! <laughs> you think because your mommy and daddy got shot, you've tasted the bad side of life. You don't know desperate. You couldn't go a thousand miles to find somebody who you're doesn't the Prince know your of go- name. You're Bruce Wayne. You're, you're Prince the Prince of, of Gotham. Gotham. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's great dialogue. <laughs> you got spunk, kid. I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Joe, He told me, with the night he killed your parents, he told me, your father begged, begged like a dog for his life. (laughs) (laughs) Like a dog. (laughs) Uh, All right. (laughs) (laughs) So then they punch Bruce, throw him outside the club, and then Bruce approaches the homeless man nearby with a, near the barrel with a, near the the trash can. Sorry, that's the East Coast. Well, it's a metal barrel. Okay, it's a metal barrel with a little fire in it. It's and, a big fire, dude. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's a medium-sized <laughs> fire. Medium, I'll, medium yeah, to auger, large fire. medium. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Get it right, man. <laughs> and then he goes. He gives him his coat. Uh, oh, he also puts his wallet. Puts his, yeah, yeah, yeah. How much for what? Your jacket. He gives the guy money. Puts his wallet in the fire. And then he gives him. His, then they trade coats. This is a nice coat. They'll be looking. Careful who sees you in that. They'll be looking for me. Who? Everyone. And then, Bruce just runs to the ocean. <laughs> he, dives he dives in the water! <laughs> he dives in the water! And he, he swims to Thailand. Cannonball! <laughs> no, he sees the ship approaching, yeah. so he decides to jump he, ship. Yeah, he's like, oh man. He improvises, and he, he gets on the ship. And then we cut to... Some more... Okay, some more training. So, so he and Roz are talk, he and Dukar are talking, and he's like, I, I, I changed... My perceptions of right and wrong changed. When I was living with nothing, as a criminal, as a criminal, the he... first time I, the first time I stole was so I wouldn't starve to death. Yes, and that's when he st- steals fruit and gives them to the kid. Yeah, and then he also talks about how he enjoyed being a criminal at times. You know, you feel the thrill of the job. Yeah, and then he gets arrested for stealing these boxes. Right when of, he's dabbing up his buddy. Yeah, of Wayne Enterprises, and he also speaks. I'm assuming it's Mandarin that they're speaking in the in the film in the sequence, where they're talking. The, the police say to him. Um, you're a criminal and Bruce is like, I'm not a criminal. Tell that to the guy you stole these from in their Bruce Enterprise box. Tell that to the guy who owns these. Yeah. And then yeah, Wayne Enterprise. If, dude, you have no idea that's Bruce Wayne! <laughs> 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 that's me, man. <laughs> Imagine he like gave up his first arrest. Bro, I'm done. Like it's me. Take me to New York. <laughs> and and take then- me to Gotham. And then basically we we're finishing up his training until he's going through his basically sort of initiation of being entered into the League of Shadows where he has to face his fear. And obviously, this is where all of the ninjas, Raz or Dukar right now and Bruce are in their black armor with their, I guess it's like a, a cross between samurai armor and sort of like ninja. a knight, like ninja and a knight. It's really cool armor. And Bruce has to inhale the flower after it's been basically cooked to a point where it's steaming or it's uh, ground up into a powder it's, it's, and then it's cooked from underneath a flame so it's uh, above it's just, a flame so he's hit a bowl yes <laughs> yes he does to do a <laughs> bong hit bro hit that <laughs> shit bro <laughs> he's the fishbowl the the temple breathe breathe <laughs> breathe and then we find out that this is a hallucinatory kind of chemical that that's, m- that's brewed from this specifically shows you your fears and he has to Basically, find a card in this group of the ninjas that are moving at different patterns. As well as, first he has to open this chest, which reveals his greatest fear it's to the Dementor. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that a there's, That There's a bugger. That's a bugger. Excellent, <laughs> excellent, Mister D- uh, Thomas. Mister Thomas, D- yeah, Thomas, Thomas. Yeah, Dean Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> that there's a that there's a then Professor States comes out. <laughs> that's one nasty Dementor. <laughs> oh, that's not a Dementor. That's a boggut. <laughs> Anyways, this isn't a Harry Potter episode. <laughs> so he opens the chest, and bats fly out. And basically, Bruce is living his biggest fear right now. But he focuses. Actually like to a Duc- little bitch. <laughs> no, he focuses up, man. Uh, after that, yeah. He listens to Ducard's voice. And then he outsmarts Ducard, where he's been sliced on the arm from the sword from Ducard. Yes. Because every- he has to go through the assortment of men and try to find Ducard, but every few seconds they change formation, and then there was a moment where he got struck by Ducard, yeah. And, so- and Ducard's hiding within the men. And so he copies and matches the wound on his arm. Just look arm. for the tallest guy. <laughs> <laughs> he slices the arm of two other guys, which I'd be like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah, they didn't even move. <laughs> they and didn't flinch. To make it seem like that's Bruce and outsmarts Ducard, who goes in after You must not leave a sign. You, must not you leave mustn't a tr- leave a trace. I haven't. Oh, damn. (laughs) (laughs) Nice job, Bruce. And then Ra's al Ghul, fake Ra's al Ghul the top, he's clapping. And basically it's his graduation ceremony, and for that he gets to execute a guy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they bring him up to the farmer who committed murder, and his final step into the initiation as a member of League of Shadows is to execute this man right there on the spot with the sword. And Bruce says, I am no executioner. You must, for your own sake, Bruce. And then he says, you know, I... Our compassion is my compassion is what sets me apart. But the League of Shadows is more extreme. They think that, you know, there's only right and wrong. There's no really there's no in between, and to do what they believe is right, they have to do they have to carry out these kinds of means to justify it. And we also get the goal of the League of Shadows is to go after Gotham. So basically Ra's al Ghul, full Ra's al Ghul starts to speak English to Bruce and is saying that you will lead these men to Gotham and we will burn Gotham to the ground, basically. As just Gotham's like, favorite son, yeah, he, he says. You yeah. will lead, lead these troops, and it'll fall just like Rome or Constantinople before, basically insinuating that the League of Shadows have been around for thousands of years and destroy cities that are past decay, basically, past saving. And Bruce says it's this, Gotham's not past saving, is what he says. And then, I will lead these men, but I will do it in my own way, basically. But he says, I'm not an executioner. And so then they're like, dude, you gotta fucking do it. cars like, Bruce, but you must for your own sake. So Bruce takes the sword, and he's he positions himself to execute the guy. But then he goes to a brand. What he says first, he says, I'm sorry, sorry my friend. friend. Elbows. He So he throws the brand up into the rafters. A sack of potatoes. Yeah, sack, <laughs> sack of hay. I think. <laughs> what? Sack of hay. And then he elbows the car in the face, just drops him. And then explosives start going off. And then the place is just erupting, and explosives are being set off all over the place. And then... Uh, a group of men. No, no, he doesn't. He doesn't elbow Ducard because Ducard says, "What are you doing?" He says, "What's necessary?" What's necessary? Yeah, and then that he throws. The... They start. He starts getting attacked by the League of Shadows guys. Something happens to Ducard. Gets like hit on the head by like a piece of wood. Yeah, I think so. He gets yeah, knocked unconscious like yeah. because Bruce thinks he's his friend. And then he's in a fight basically against the League of Shadows as well as fake Raz Al Ghul. Fake Raz Al is like, no, I got him. He's mine. He's mine. So then they fight on the on that bridge rafter. It's a great fight with Hen with uh, Christian Bale and Watanabe. And then eventually Bruce gets a little lucky, where another explosive goes off and then a huge plank of wood falls right on top of Raz, knocking him knocking him dead. And then he carries Ducard out the door. And then an explosion happens. The entire building blows up and they go flying forward, Ducard starts to slide down the cliff, and then Bruce slides down the slip and slide to go after him. Then we have the awesome scene where he catches him with one hand and uses the gauntlet on his arm to grip the ice, and then he does, like, the most badass curl of all time. He curls Liam Neeson. Yeah. Ah! Ah! (laughs) Then pulls him (laughs) up. Whoa, Anthony. Hey, that's what he does, man. Anyways, it's a great scene. <laughs> it is a great scene. And then he carries him down the hill to the village, and then he drops him off with that older gentleman from earlier. I will, I will tell, tell him you saved, saved his life. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have Bruce hitting up a runway. There's a jet waiting for him. Then Alfred steps out. He's like, Very fashionable, Mr. Wade. but from the mud. Apart from the mud. <laughs> <laughs> from the mud. <laughs> and so we get them talking on the private jet. With a uh, sunset in the in the distance, it's great because Bruce, you can tell, is a changed man. Oh yeah, he's a lot more calm. He's reserved. He seems insanely focused, and he has a goal. and He wants to save Gotham. Basically, this is what he's telling, um, uh, Alfred. And obviously, he's going to say that we need I need your help, essentially. And to take out, a little work bringing you back from the dead. And out and out, yeah, we had you declared dead. You had me declared dead. It was, what's the guy, the, the guy who's the CEO of... Fuck, Rutger Howard's character. Yeah. yeah, what's his name? He's one of the antagonists. We'll just call of, him H- Rutger. Yeah, we'll call him Rutger. He's like, Rutger had you declared dead. You've been gone six years. Good thing you left every, your control of everything to me. It's, it's a good thing you left everything to me. Oh, no, he says it to Alfred. It's a yeah. good thing I, I left, left your every- control yeah, of everything. Yeah, good thing I left everything for you. And uh, and, uh, if you want to take the rolls for a ride, just make sure to bring it back with a full tank of gas. <laughs> Feel free to borrow the rolls. Bring it back with a full tank. <laughs> All right, and he's like, he's like lounging back, like, he's just been living life. He's actually kind of pissed Bruce's back. I know, probably. <laughs> I wonder what Alfred's been up to. He's throwing parties, man, probably. Like, <laughs> he's probably, like, eyes wide shut in that whole mansion <laughs> every weekend. <laughs> he's the guy in the red mask. What's the password? All right, then <clears throat> Bruce comes back. And then this is when, this is where he discovers the Batcave, or does he go to the c- city first? What do you mean goes first? Um, does so- he go to the boardroom meeting first, or does he? S- no, he does some recon first. He so he does. He's back at the Wayne Manor. Yes. He's doing some recon on Rachel, spying on Rachel. In addition to like taking photos of her at the phone booth, remember, and then also. Doing stuff at recon at the man at Wayne Manor. He's he's doing some research and everything. And then remember- yeah, so much recon. It's <laughs> <No, he's- laughs> <laughs> no, just recon and remember recon. Remember, there's a- there's a bat in the corner of the room. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Alfred's like he's oh, looking they- at the floor with stuff yeah. on the floor. And Alfred says they nest somewhere on the grounds, Mister Wayne. Bats. And then they nestle somewhere on the grounds. Nest, not nestle. Nest. Yeah, you said nestle. Yes, I did say nestle. <laughs> They somewhere on the grounds. And then Bruce is like, Bro, let's go find out! <laughs> He's like going to the underground, in the caverns below the uh, foundation, and your great-great-grandfather participated in the underground, underground railroads, transporting free slaves to the north, basically, and I suspect these caverns came in handy. And so they also discovered, like, a great area to set up, like, a cool desk, a couple <laughs> chairs, <laughs> It's a great botchy place. <laughs> and but then, uh, Bruce, uh, he uh, goes and approaches, like, the, uh, waterfall area. Come on, Alfred! Firehead, here! Thank you very much, Mr. Wade! <laughs> Thanks very much! Then he puts his hand in the water, and we have the great theme coming up, which is awesome. And then the bats show up, and then they- they swarm him, and he just stands up slowly with the lantern in his hand. Oh, now what we got set up. Yes. Jim Gordon. Oh, yeah. So we have scenes now with Jim Gordon and how basically he's an honest cop. He's well. Oh, we forgot him in the opening. Yeah, yeah. After after the Waynes are killed. Yeah. He's the one who comforts Bruce in the precinct. Puts the 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 coat over over his shoulders. Before before a commissioner comes in. He's like, We got him, son. We did it, man. (laughs) The kid's like, My parents are dead. I don't give a fuck. We got him, son. (laughs) And then Bruce, yeah. yeah, uh, (laughs) I almost called him Oldman. (laughs) Gordon's like, It's okay. It's okay. I guess <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> this Gordon is not as even you know, close to as good. He he improved upon it in Dark Knight. Yeah, I think but so. Gordon's too. so much better. His his uh voice is a little different too. Yeah. And he's like a slow detective draw on yeah. this one. And so Gordon is an honest cop. He's got a corrupt partner, and he even says that line in a city this bad, who's did a rat to anyways? Because Dude, you're way too ahead. No. This, this is right before the falafel. Right? Well, there's a couple scenes of uh-huh. G- Jim Gordon. We okay, to, okay. We have to get him in there. All right. Yeah. Get him in there, man. <laughs> but I think the first scene. Hold on. So, what's the first scene we see with Jim? It's, an, it's an, Is it the office where Bruce sneaks in? No. No. It's, I think it's that scene. Okay. All right. All right. The. Well, you know, like falafel. No, the falafel scenes when when Batman interrogates That's what I'm saying. Him. No, this is before is that, that. This is before that. This is way before okay. that. So okay. this is when it's just it's like, like eight years ago, man. Yeah, man, dude. You're you're way ahead. I'm right on fucking. I'm point. just trying to figure it out, man. Well, you're I was right. right man. so this scene, they're in the car with this stink with stinky. <laughs> Mick <From, laughs> no, stinky. No, sticky from seven. Yeah. Stinky <laughs> from the calls him sticky. Yeah. <laughs> um Yeah, so basically showing that Jim's an honest cop with corrupt yes. partners and everywhere. And because the guy says to him, you know, he goes and makes a deal. He's making, he's getting the cash deal. He's probably hustling someone around the corner for protection. And he you're says right, to yeah. Jim in the car, you know, it makes the other guys nervous around the precinct that you don't that you don't take a piece of the action. It's always here whenever you want, but you're making One everybody a nervous. And yeah. and Jim says, "There's there's like no honor in what you do." And. But also, he's like, but I'm no rat. Like, I would never rat on you in a city this bad. Who's there to rat to anyways? Yeah, and then he's like, damn, that's fucked up. That's pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Good joke, bro. And then we get, then I think we get uh, Bruce spying on Rachel at the DA's office. Yeah. He's like on the phone booth spying on her. Mm -hmm. And then, is this when they're also working on, sorry. (laughs) Now he goes to the boardroom, I believe thing reveals that he's yeah, yeah so Rachel's with the DA and he's like have you heard he's back because in the next before this is when he's at the boardroom so this is what happens so Bruce shows up to the secretary's office and then um says hey I'm I'm here I'd like to see fucking what's his name <laughs> and then she's like yeah and who is it who's speaking and then he's like Bruce Wayne and she looks up at him like "Uh, oh, what and then the boardroom's going on And then we learn this guy is trying to get Wayne Enterprises involved in arms and weaponry. Uh, distribution. And everyone's like, I don't think that's what Thomas Wayne would have wanted. It's time to stop thinking about what Thomas Wayne would have wanted. Yeah, that's bro. Like 20 try more. to make some money. Dude's man. fucking dead, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Six, feet fucking under, boo, Six feet boo. under, bro. Six feet under. Boo-hoo. I sent him flowers. <laughs> He's super dead. <laughs> and then, phone call. He's trying to reach the secretary. He's like, Angela. Angela, where are you? And then he then he goes and he opens the door. and He finds that Bruce is teaching her how to putt. Yeah, that's what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, he turns around, and then Bruce he, is like, "I've been with the League of Shadows for too long." What's like- up, Leia? What's up, Leia? It's me. I'm Bruce. I'm back. And he's like, "Bruce." So then it cuts to them having a meeting, and then he's like, "I'm so happy. To ha- I'm so glad you're back." And then he reveals that the company's going public, and there's really nothing we can do to change. It's all very technical. Uh, the gears are rolling, but all you need to know is that you're families your your future's is fine you're gonna be making a boatload of money from this. And then Bruce is like, well I am interested in a job. Oh really? He's what? like I'd like to get to know the company my parents built. Oh, where were you thinking? R and D company. Slide sciences. Oh yeah. applied sciences. Fox department. department. I'll let I'll them know, know you're coming, coming down. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, bro. <laughs> I guess this is the Anthony podcast <laughs> And then is it him going to Fox? Is that the next scene? Yeah, it's definitely the next scene. Okay, so then he meets Lucius Fox, played by Morgan Freeman, who's one of my favorite parts of the trilogy, of Nolan's trilogy, is this character of Lucius Fox. It adds so much because it's always just Bruce and Alfred, but having another player And Alfred's always just a butler Alfred in the past. But we have another player that's involved not just with Bruce and Batman, but also with Wayne Enterprise. It's really great. And Nolan being such a Bond fan, this is the cue. Basically, you know, oh yeah, it's a good point. This yeah. is his cue, and it makes so much sense that he made Fox such a significant character in his films. And, and Fox is so confused why he's down there. He's like, "What? What did he tell you when you what came exactly down here?" Did you tell you? Yeah. He told me exactly what it was when he sent me down here. Dead end. Yeah, right. He sent him, and then he sent him down there because he was asking too many questions. Oh, you knew my, I knew your father. You know my father. Yeah, helped him build his train. Yeah. Basically, so it shows that you know Thomas and Lucius were good friends back in the day. And Lucius, because he riled up too much noise, has been sound- sent down here basically to live by himself in this dungeon of tech. Yeah. But also, Bruce... shows him a couple of things. Yeah. Yeah. But but Bruce is really interested, so he shows him a few things. He shows him the body armor, the Kevlar body suit that they made for the military as a prototype. But the military didn't think a hundred grand was worth the s- a soldier's life. Yeah. Basically, taking a shot at the military industrial complex that saying they don't care about their their uh, their members at all. And then also the utility belt. Utility belt. Yeah. yeah. And that fabric that, when you put a a frequency to it, gets static and hard. I don't... No, not yet. That's after he jumps the building. Okay, you're right. So this is just a couple of things at first. And then he's like, all right, see you later, bro. I'm going to take this spelunking. (laughs) What are you you interested in for? Spelunking? Spelunking? Yeah, uh, cliff diving? Run into a lot of gunfire in cave diving? (laughs) 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 Run into a lot of gunfire in these caves? (laughs) Listen, Mr. Fox. Listen, Mr. Wayne. Uh, basically saying, don't take me for a fool, but the way I see it, all this stuff is yours anyways. Yeah. But don't think of me as an idiot. Yeah, don't think of me as an idiot. He's like, <laughs> I want to ask you what you're using this for, but just don't think of me as an idiot. <laughs> He's like, fair enough. Okay, so then do we have Bruce at night with his prototype of wearing the Kevlar with the ski mask, basically yes. going to talk to Gordon. Yeah, he sneaks into Gordon's office, and when Gordon sits down, he puts a stapler to the back of his head. He's like, Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, no, he says this. Take off your pants. <laughs> oh my god! I can't believe what he asked him. But he—he's like, no, no, I know exactly yeah. what he asked him. He says, basically, saying that you're one of the good cops here. Yes. What will it take to take down Falcone? And Jim Gordon says a DA brave enough to prosecute, basically. And then uh, Bruce says Rachel Dawes, Rachel Dawes, and a judge that a, a judge and a DA that will prosecute. Yeah, Rachel. <laughs> and then he's like are we a team or a-? he's like no and he says uh well, you're just a man no now we're two now we're two and then he runs up and well, how do i get in touch you? he's like wait for my call <laughs> <laughs> and then he takes the stapler away and jim thinks he's still there and he turns around he's gone and he chases him up the escape the the fire, fire escape. escape up the side of the building to the roof. Freeze! Freeze! <laughs> and then Bruce jumps across the fucking building. Lands on the other fire escape, drops down a couple of levels, and then barely catches on. Then and the then other cops up. get up there and they're like, Who is that? Just some nut! <laughs> <laughs> and then it cuts to back in R&D. What'll it be today? This time it's cave diving. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any lightweight fabrics? <laughs> I got just the thing. And he shows him that cool fabric yeah. where normal cloth, but then you put a frequency to it and it becomes static. Put a current through it, yeah. Can you make this into different shapes Any, and sizes? Anything you want, like a bat. <laughs> and then he then he sees the, the fucking tumbler. He's like, what's that? Oh, the tumbler? You wouldn't be interested in the tumbler, Mr. Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> it's cruising, cruising He's through basically the... in, uh Lucius Fox is saying the origin of this machinery is that it was used to basically jump bridges in war. If uh, a enemy w- sabotaged a, a bridge, you could jump across the river with this, with the thrusters, and basically this tumbler is a, ch- a tank that could fly. Yeah, and so and Bruce is driving it. You take that, you throttle throttle up, and then he- Throttle up, and then he- <laughs> <laughs> And then there's the red button, but don't push the red button. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Bruce skids it to a halt, and he goes, what do you think? Does Doesn't it come in black? black. <laughs> hey, I was gonna say that. Don't, don't say it if I'm gonna say it. No, listen. You said it for three lines in a row. I tried to say. That's not fair. <laughs> I, I tried to talk for three lines in a row, and you copied everything I said. <laughs> oh, wow. Anthony's <laughs> yeah, acting really immature right now. Really immature. <laughs> hey, I'm just shoot, I'm just busting your balls, man. <laughs> and then scene. we cut to. I think it's, we I think we might have skipped maybe the the cowls not working being too fragile. Okay, yeah. Yeah, cuz we have more sequences of so the cowls in the ears. Yes. And the headset in the ear. Okay, he, the he headset puts in the 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 headset in one of the cowls. And then also develop spray got, painting the yeah. suit. At least you got spares. Is just okay, try so to we're... just try to avoid falling on your head. <laughs> and then well, basically we're going to the the full suit up and so spray painting the suit as well, the music coming in and also creating the the batterings and throwing those and then oh my it, god we're missing something what we haven't even done Scarecrow yet Rachel and Scarecrow Rachel and Scarecrow Hold that's just way earlier that's her first big scene after after the night okay that's it so Rachel and Scarecrow fucking amen so Scarecrow's on the stand and he gets one of Falcone's mobsters off for pleading insanity. Yes. And then Rachel confronts him after the trial, basically saying that this person had no history of mental illness, but suddenly they are insane. Yeah. Can you explain that? And this is like the seventh one of Falcone's men that are being sent to your hospital on insanity. Yeah, and then, then Scarecrow goes to the DA. Um, you should, like, keep an eye on your employees, right? <laughs> if you're even able to ask that question to me, something like that. Yeah, yeah, he's basically threatening the DA because... He's, obviously he's working with Falcone, and the DA is sort of cozying up to Falcone because even Rachel's like, Oh, Steven, like, what the fuck, bro? (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I'm just trying to protect you. You can understand that from a a certain standpoint, but obviously that gets him killed later on. Um, Because we also have to set up the microwave emitter. Microwave emitter. Does that happen before Bruce fully suits up? The microwave emitter a- happens after the main board meeting, and then after a lot of this stuff. But it does happen around here, yeah. The microwave emitter. The does it happen after? So Bruce's first mission as Batman is the drugs, obviously, yes, which we'll get to. But does it happen after that? I believe it happens after that. Not one hundred percent sure. Yes, but <laughs> okay. But we also have another scene with Scarecrow, this time with Falcone, yes. where he's where he's telling Falcone, like, you can't just keep having me get your mobsters out of prison because he's coming to town. He's not going to like he how also, you're wasting... Yeah, the, first up, he says that there's this DA that's been bothering him, and he wants Falcone to take care of her. And then Falcone's like, oh, man, even in this town that's pushing it. Uh, no, 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 he doesn't say it like that. He said, okay, yes, because... That's why he goes to see him to get because, to get because, Rachel off the because his Rachel's back. a woman because yeah. like even in this town that's like low yeah but also they they talk about the drugs the two shipments coming in yes I have a shipment coming in and then that's when when uh, Scarecrow's like he wouldn't want to hear that you're risking our deal with the drugs coming in just to get your mobsters out of a little uh, prison Jail time. time yeah. And so basically like stop like making me do this for you oh he's he's coming he's coming oh he's coming and he's not going to be happy with what yeah. he sees basically and this is what we see the first time Falcone shows fear yeah and we don't even know who's coming bro i totally forgot i about know Scarecrow. Man. We, how did we forget about killian so glad we got him in though okay and we're about to have our first batman reveal but first the best way you can support raiders of the lost podcast we said it earlier become a patron at patreon.com slash raiders of lost podcast it's a subscription-based form of support you get an ad free experience of every episode if you can link your spotify you can listen there as well for a minimum five dollar tier but we have two dollars five dollars ten dollars twenty five dollars and one hundred dollars every single tier has incredible perks all the way from video messages access to our discord for watch parties and being part of all of these great threads we have in our film community custom episodes Private watch parties, all sorts of perks. So free many merch. perks. It's insane how much stuff there is. You can also leave those five star ratings on Spotify and Apple, which we love so much. It really helps us get seen by new people on these platforms. We're at like 2,400 on Spotify, almost 2,000 on Apple. Let's get those Apples up to 2,000. That'd be great by the end of the year. You can also share us with your family and friends if they love movies, if they love Batman. They love anything to do with cinema and TV. Share Raiders of Lost podcast with them. It is the very best way for a podcast to grow. And of course, this episode is sponsored by our friends at MoviePosters.com, the number one place to get your posters online today. Be sure to use our promo code at MoviePosters.com to get 10% off right now. They have a huge selection of pretty much every movie and TV show in their poster library. All sorts of sizes, framing, and they even got backlighting too. Now, the holiday season is coming up. Nothing makes a better gift for the movie lover in your life than a great movie poster. And if you want to get one for yourself, you deserve it. Get yourself a movie poster at movieposters.com. And be sure to use our promo code Raiders10 at movieposters.com to get 10% off your order. 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 Your order right Meow. Right now. No, let's no get, right meow. Let's get back into Batman Begins because we're about to have our very first Batman reveal. And this happens, you know, bat, uh, Bruce is spray painting the suit, the Kevlar. They've got the mask going. Oh, yeah. And also, he's testing the fabric out with the uh, the gloves that uh, sends the electrical signal mm-hmm. to it to stiffen them up. But then also carving the bat symbol, the battering essentially, the mini ones. And Alfred asks him. Not yet, not yet. Hold on. Alfred asks him, "Why bats, Mister Wayne, Master Wayne? Why bats, <laughs> Mister Wayne? <laughs> why, why bats, Master Wayne? Bats frighten me, Alfred. I, it's time my enemies fear my, feel my dread. Share and my the, dread. Share my dread. Then he throws. Get the fucking line right. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Holy shit. <laughs> then he throws the battering against the wall. Great shot of it sticking in the wood. <laughs> fucking hey. Then dissolving into. <laughs> The harbor. Where the harbor. <laughs> I'm trying to take this seriously, man. God damn it. Now we have the harbor scene, which is basically Batman's first mission as Batman. And, have, uh, incorrect, incorrect. You're getting ahead. What, what's now? Stinky man scene. Falafel. Oh, okay. So the guy, the, <laughs> the, 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 the corrupt cop. The Corrupt Cop is, and this is after we learned that this guy's time with Falcone and is helping him. And so he gets falafel at the the food stand, takes a little too much of the guy's money. He's like, hey man, come on, I got kids to feed. What, they don't like falafel? So then he starts eating, he's approaching an alley, goes through an alleyway, probably a shortcut for where he's going. Then all of a sudden, uh, he gets grabbed by the ankle and thrown up into the air. All the way to the rooftop, and Batman's just sitting there. He's like, "What's Batman? What's the first thing he says? Where were the other drugs going?" No, you're you're wrong. Oh, I'm, you're I'm getting wrong, ahead. man. I yeah. was correct. You're right. I was Shit, correct. You're right. You're way ahead, man. My bad. It's the fucking harbor. It's the harbor. Everyone tell Anthony to chill. <laughs> he's exci- He's very excited. We can all tell. I love Batman. Just no, slow, you're absolutely right. Slow it down. You got it. Take over, man. Oh, going back. So. He throws the bat ring off the wall. sticks, yes. obviously, dissolves to the harbor. And we have a bunch of drugs, a bunch of guys putting shipments off trucks into cars and everything. And then we have Stinky Man shows up, and everyone's like, oh, <laughs> shit, that guy's a cop, right? Uh, yeah. Continue, continue. He opens up one of the dolls. <laughs> and he, he inspects it. He's like, what is this? <laughs> it's a pretty funny joke. And then he gets him in the back of the limo because Falcone wanted him to come to make sure that the there's a scene with him and Falcone earlier. Yes. Yeah. I I just mentioned earlier that he, he we learned that he's working with him. Yeah. Seems fine out there. Everything's fine out there. Yeah. And all then right. they're like, all right, chill. And then I want to play Sudoku or <laughs> <laughs> you want to make out. <laughs> Put the screen up. <laughs> and and, and then- so <laughs> no, you, you you go ahead. You know the scene we're talking about, right? I got it. Yeah, yeah. I got it now. <laughs> <laughs> what makes the scene great is because. Uh, just like the characters and the criminals, uh, Batman's kind of elusive to us as an audience at first. And we ha- we don't get a good look at him until the end of the scene. But it starts out with the guys walking around the, um, what do you call those? The big... containers. Yeah, the shipping, shipping, shipping containers. And then one of them, they start hearing these sounds, and we got the great scary music from Hans and James Newton Howard. And then one of them get, one of them gets taken away, and he fires off a couple of rounds, but Batman took him from the top. We didn't even see Batman, but this sniper—what's what, it called—the um, the gun he has, the grapple gun, the grapple gun, grappling gun. Yeah, and then he just shoots him up. And then the other guy, one of the other criminals, like, is it going over there? He's like, what happened? Where is he? And we get this great like, Batman's the monster to the criminals, which I still think we haven't really seen in the other Batman movies. Really. Ben Affleck. Yeah. Okay. The opening, when he's on the ceiling. Batman vs Superman. Yeah, Batman vs Superman. That's great. I love it. And then <laughs> we get another guy gets taken away, and then we have the guy with the little machine gun. He fires in both directions. Where are you? Here. Ah! <laughs> 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 and then we cut to Falcone inside the car. They hear gunfire, so then Sticky Man gets out. He's like, I'll check it out. And then we cut to a group of criminals Batman descends upon them. Bunch of fighting, and again, Nolan still is doing a lot of quick cuts, very fast action, pans, tilts, whatever. He's, we're not getting a good look at Batman, but we do see that he won the fight. All the men are incapacitated on the floor, on the ground, and then Bat. We just see Batman's feet with the cape behind them, and then we cut back to Falcone. Falcone is like scared to death. He doesn't know what's going Stinky on. Stinky Man runs for Stinky it too. Man runs, yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden, something breaks through. But also, um. Before the big fight, Uh between Stinky Man and Falcone, they talk about the dolls, how some, like, rabbits go to the Narrows. Yes! And then the bunnies go to this, I mean, then the dogs go to this other room, other area. And Stinky Man's like, why? What's the difference? He's like, don't trouble yourself with the business of scary people. Ignorance is bliss, my friend. (laughs) All right, then go back. And then, so then, Batman breaks through the ceiling of the car, the roof of the car, grabs Falcone and lifts him up. What are you? What are you? I'm Batman. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs> <laughs> and then puts him on the uh, the giant spotlight. like But Jesus. first the homeless guy is there. Nice coat. <laughs> <laughs> nice coat. Nice jacket. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about That's that. That's great. <laughs> nice coat. <laughs> and then the police come and they find Falcone chained up to a spotlight. And it's shining into the sky. And it kind of looks like a bad symbol. Not bad. Not too shabby. Not bad. And it's pretty cool. And then we have newspaper front page, Yeah, DA and Rachel. And the commissioner's upset because he doesn't want to vigilante. He's Like, I don't care who it is. It's a guardian angel, whatever. He did deliver us one of the biggest crime lords in the city. I don't care if it's... Uh, something something or guardian angel you do his voice perfect yeah that's what he sounds like i want him off the streets now <laughs> that's good he says like i don't care if it's jehovah's witness or a guardian angel or something like that uh, Something something like... get him off the streets <laughs> he did deliver us what i can't... he did deliver us <laughs> what
1: do All we right. got next
0: so okay so he takes alan Falcone. Falcone gets arrested. Okay. Falcone with Scarecrow. Right. And then, is it Bruce in the morning? Bruised up? Yes. And then, he, he Alfred wakes him up and he's like, Bats are nocturnal! Two, <laughs> t- even two o'clock, even for a billionaire, is pushing it, Mr. Wayne. <laughs> Bats are nocturnal. And basically, Alfred's also say like, you might want to keep up appearances. People are going to wonder what a billionaire does with what all this time. What does Bruce Wayne do what with this time? What does a billionaire, yeah, I don't know, date models, movie stars, buy cars, buy expensive Ferraris. Yeah. And then Bruce does that thing where like he chugs that green juice, then falls around doing push-ups, which comes into play later on. Yeah. What is the point of all the push-ups if you can't even move a bloody log? I hope you weren't a member of the Fire Brigade. <laughs> 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 all right, all right. What do we got? What do we got? We got Falcone next. and Scarecrow. So this okay. is where scarecrow is obviously his lawyer or doctor you could say he's having a visit and is like oh doctor i'm going insane i can't take it anymore blah 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 get me the hell out of here basically yes. and scarecrow is basically like pissed off because Falcone's messing up you know he's messing up the drug shipments he got busted and he's like you ever ever shown you my mask these crazies they can't take it they take one look at it and they go insane and then he's like when the when the when did the nut job take over the nut house? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a line. That's good. <laughs> he's huh? like, what, what is this? He takes out the mask, he's like not very scared of you, but the loonies, they can't take it. And then he puts on the mask and hits the button on his briefcase, and the smoke disperses, and this is a little hint at what's going on. Obviously, we saw the same kind of thing earlier on. We don't see the POV of Falcone to see the same hallucinogenic effects that happened to Bruce when he was with the League of Shadows, but it's kind of insinuating, oh, it's the same kind of, what would you call a compound that's being used to create yeah. this drug.
1: It's just, just screams. Fear,
0: fear-inducing drug, then... Yeah. <laughs> I love how the uh, the woman who works at the jail, she's like, doesn't think anything of it. She's like, he walked and he was fine. And then this doctor leaves. And now he's just screaming out of his mind. No, her eyes are like boggled, man. Yeah. He, he walks up. He's not faking and not that. And not one. that he's one. insane. Gonna need some transfer. Him. And she's like, holy fuck. <laughs> what the fuck? What'd you, I do, like, What'd you do to him? <laughs> <laughs> he's fine. <laughs> he was just talking shit earlier. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that's out of the way. Okay. Then we got Bruce. Okay, Bruce having dinner with the other elites in the hotel. Okay. The hotel restaurant. and But he shows up in no, the no, Lambo. Yes, but before that... Okay, no, you're right. Then I, I'm going to say what's next after So that. he shows up in the Lambo, and the valet's like, Nice car. You should see my other one. <laughs> Gets out with two models, and they go to have dinner with the other members of the board. And High then, Society. And then High Society's talking about the Batman, and then Bruce says... Guy dresses up as a bat clearly has issues. <laughs> you know, it always reminds me of American Psycho when they're all kind of having their <laughs> their lunch, and then Patrick says that, like, amazing line that he probably read in a magazine. We need to give food to the homeless and shelter those in need. We have to end war. End we apartheid. have to do all this. <laughs> What's his name? is like Patrick, you shouldn't have. Patrick, that was beautiful. <laughs> it's like the same thing. Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, um... He tells the models to go swimming in the... No, uh, they just do it. Yeah, yeah. I think he whispers to their ears to do it. He does whisper in their ears to do nah, it. Nah, they just do it. No, I think he whispers in their ears. No, he just, they just do it. No. He whispers in their ears to go swimming. No, he doesn't. <laughs> no, we don't hear it, but he. Just, it's just shot of him like whispering i think they're ears. just asking can we go swimming he's probably like, yeah whatever all right he's probably Either like, one of those he's probably like i don't care it's one of those i'm gonna watch the scene I after don't this give a fuck <laughs> i want to fit in <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then uh
0: the restaurant manager approaches him he says that the water fountain is not it's not a swimming pool
1: and, and then, the
0: guests don't have proper we, swim attire yeah and then bruce pulls out a check he says i'm buying this hotel making a few rules new rules about this swimming area <laughs> and then this is basically getting the attention of the people the elites who are just like oh, okay this seems like normal behavior for a billionaire yeah he's just basically showing off like being a playboy billionaire yeah. he's just out of his mind just like silly partying all the time so it's actually a great cover and then as he's leaving now he also models- seems like an idiot yeah, yeah. exactly yeah but he also, and then he leaves with the models around his arms. And I wonder if he laid. follows through. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he has to, man. Yeah, he's got it. The models talk, you, you know. You gotta keep up appearances Bruce. You, <laughs> you gotta take one for the team, man. You gotta take both those the, models. The thing home. Is, and... Once they get together, these things talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, once they get together, <laughs> they, you, gossip. they gossip. They, they gossip. <laughs> <laughs> the, the last thing you want. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing we watched, like a bunch of them coming outside the outside the building. <laughs> a- a- Anthony referenced Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> Donnie, this is why I love you. You think of shit like that, man. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> he just died. Oh man. Then he bumps into Rachel on the way out. He's soaking wet. She's like, oh man, I thought this guy was a good guy. And then um they do a little chit chat. She's like, the "What the weather?" Doing? Swimming, <laughs> <laughs> swimming. Yeah. And then he says, "I'm I'm. It's not who I. It's he says. It's, no, this, Rachel says that. Yeah, Rachel. He says, I am more. I this is this isn't me. I am more. And she says, it's not who you are underneath. It's what you do that defines you. Basically saying actions speak louder than words in a way. And then she she he just like is like awestruck. He's like, fuck. And then she walks away. She's like, enjoy rest of your night or something yeah um and then okay so now okay. what we got gonna set up is the microwave emitter i believe this is around here yes and so this is where earlier in this so earlier in the movie i think we missed the scene where no this is okay this is it so a microwave emitter is going gone missing from yes gotham and then we have it was on the boat so now that falcone has been prosecuted right and things are changing. The DA, Rachel's boyfriend at the time, basically. Yes. Or insinuating that's her boyfriend. Or just colleague. Goes to Mr. Falcone's shipping container. Yes. What are we doing here? With officials. Yeah. He wants to see what's with inside. With cops. With yeah. two cops and another... With, yeah, with two cops. We don't want to know what's inside Mr. Falc- Mr. Falcone's container. And they're basically like, Dude, don't make us open this because we're going to have to kill you. So he's like, there's some new rules happening around town. Because also, Bruce, as Batman... After, okay, so after he gets Falcone, that same night, he sees Rachel. He yes. saves Rachel from the two guys on the subway. Oh, yes, 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 yes. And then she's like, ah! <laughs> she shoots him with the, yeah. uh, the, 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 the taser, which just sh- shocks him. Around. Imagine if it subdued him, and she's like, oh, shit, Brucey She <laughs> got him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, Rachel, but fuck! Yet, it's the same night. Yes, it's the same night right. as the Falcone. And... What do they talk about? They basically say, "Rattling the cage." Rattling the cage. You're they rattle. came to cage. They were sent to kill you. Why? Because you rattled the cage. And then he links her up with Jim Gordon, saying like, "Jim Gordon is someone up, you can trust." Get up, my boy, Jim. <laughs> it's, uh, Jim Gordon's someone you can trust. You yes. can work together to bring down Falcone. Yes, I think that we missed a scene where he goes to Falcone's house outside of the porch and says something to Gordon. Say that again? He goes to Gordon's house when Gordon's taking oh, out the trash. Called oh, he said Coney's did I say? Yeah. Oh, I meant Gordon's house outside of the porch when he's taking out the trash. And, he's and like, he says something. What do you think? Bostonite. Bostonite. <laughs> Talk Tuesday. Domino's. (laughs) I love Domino's. Got any extra. (laughs) And basically, okay, so Jin's basically saying, like, you're making a lot of noise, making people nervous, and then Batman says to him, what do you think? He says, I think you're trying to help. I think you're trying to help. (laughs) And then he turns back, and Batman's gone. This is the the second instance of Batman disappearing on people. And so let's go back forward a little bit to the microwave emitter and the container. And so the microwave emitter was inside of that container, And then we cut to Wayne Enterprises where one of the board assistants, you could say, or one of the board members, comes up to Rutger Hauer's character and tells him about the missing microwave emitter. And then we have a cross cut of the the microwave emitter being stolen off the ship. Yes. Right? And then it's obviously been put inside that shipping container. But we also see it being used on that ship, which basically left that ship destroyed and also that piece of tech missing and then rutger howard's character goes down to lucius fox's department and asks him about the microwave emitter but he gives him just the basically the 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 number the order number the the one yeah one me one me oh microwave emitter yeah what happened you lose one i am ending or i'm 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 closing archive, down our, i'm yeah. archiving your department yeah. and firing you firing you didn't you get the memo but he's but he's also like i want everything you have on this microwave emitter exactly, on my yeah. desk and he fires lucius fox on that spot on the mm-hmm. spot exactly now, this is when Batman goes to the Narrows, right? To do what? To investigate the stuffed animals. Stinky so, Man. Stinky Man. So he goes. So, Stinky Man scene. There he goes. He's been waiting. Falafel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, like I said earlier, he takes too much money from the falafel guy. Guy's like, come on, man. I got kids I got to kids. Feed. What, they don't like falafel? <laughs> goes into the alley. Gauntlet. Oh, uh, grap- grapple gun. Shoots him up. Where are the other, where are the drugs going? Where are the other drugs going? Swear to me. Swear, Swear to me. He says, I don't know, is the docks and something the narrows. He says, they're going to the narrows. Do I look like a cop? <laughs> Do I look like a cat? What oh, yeah, happened there? I'm losing my voice. Do I look like a cat? <laughs> you should have practiced your Batman voice. Swear, Swear to me! There you go. Yeah, it's good. Do I look like a cop? <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, once he learns about the narrows, he drops. What's the guy's fucking name? I don't know. I can't remember. Drops him. He's approaching the pavement really quickly. Then it stops with his head right above the pavement, and then he the grapple lets go of him, and then he drops onto the pavement. He's like, ah, it's a good my joke. Hip. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> There's some good comedy in this movie. Yeah, it's an, it's an old yeah. movie. He's always got some funny lines in there. So now Batman's going to the narrows. Okay, so microwave emitter's good. We got. Scarecrow stuff is done what's what's happening next with Rachel? Is that what's next? Rachel is investigating Crane's facility. Oh, yes. yes, so that's exactly right. She wants to go see Falcone, right? Yes, so she's at the okay, so she's at the building, yes, at Crane's facility, and she's curious. she sees Falcone and he's inside that chair, just like, in a stray jacket, basically screaming. He's, no, he's just muttering. Scarecrow. Yes. Scarecrow. And then Crane shows up, and she's like, "I'm curious. How did a man with no mental illness for 50 years suddenly go insane? And what is Scarecrow?" And he's like, basically saying that the mysteries of the mind are inexplicable, and I'm here to treat the mind. That's why I find it so fascinating. And Scarecrow, when someone kind of goes insane, they sort of latch on to a specific word or phrase. Here, Scarecrow. They, they like. It's like the predator of their mind. He, I can't remember what he says. He says it's something like a, cool. it's like a villain something to them. cool. Yeah. And so then she says that she has a warrant getting signed and it's going to be on its way here right now and I want to see the rest of your facility. And he's like, "Are you sure about that?" Basically. And all right, let's go down my secret elevator and takes her down and all in the, this is where does he shoot her with the toxin here on the elevator? No. So he uh puts his key into the elevator and to put it down to the basement. So the elevator goes down to the basement level. Oh yeah, which is locked. Then the door's open, and he leads her into basically the industrial room where they're pouring the chemical into the psychotropic chemical into the water supply, and he lets her see it, just like messing with her. And then she sees that. She's like, what the fuck? And so she runs out. She goes into the elevator. He says that line. He's like, you should try some. Clear your mind. Clear your head. No, clear your mind. Yeah, clear your mind. And then she runs into the elevator. It's locked. She can't get it to close or go up. And then he approaches her with the mask on and sprays her with the gas. I thought that she made it in, closed the doors, then the doors open, then he sh- sprays. I'm pretty sure she couldn't even close the doors, because it was locked. It's one of those. Yeah, I think it's actually, she gets in, closed the doors, and the doors open up. Maybe. <sighs> yeah, maybe. It's a yeah. great, like, scare. Scarecrow. And... But this is also happening when Batman... No, then, so, no, you're right, so... No, but I think the Batman Arrow scene is before this, because he saves her, at the last minute. Okay. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. So we're up at- we're going ahead now. So, because that happens, and then Bruce, during his dinner party, ends the party to go stay- No, no, no. Wait, no, that's, no. that's the finale. Yeah, that's the finale. No, no. Okay. We're, we're good. We're good. No, there's Batman in the Narrows when he Climbing the walls. Encounters Crane that's what i'm saying okay. he gets injured so, so that's before right. so this so this is when he's climbing the brick wall we see uh, joffrey yeah, tosses the, him. They, they got the kids they'll never believe they me they won't believe me good fuck you <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't believe you you <laughs> fucking fucking nerd <laughs> so he tosses he tosses joffrey like a gun <laughs> <laughs> no they're like binoculars no it's a little holster yeah so case. so batman okay you're right so we yeah. did skip it so, so batman investigating goes in the apartment Whose apartment is it? He, he found it through the—he uh, was listening in the neighborhood, and he found discussions about the drugs. Okay. So that's why he goes to the specific apartment. And then eventually, while he's doing some investigating, Scarecrow and some henchmen show up. He hides in the bathroom. He does find a, a bear with the stuff in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. He finds the drugs. And then he takes out the two guys, but then Scarecrow comes up from behind him with the toxin, sprays yes. him in the face. You want my p- professional opinion? You need to lighten up. Yeah. Toss him, but he, while he's speaking to him, he's tossing him with liquor and a match— and toss or a lighter, toss it on him. Batman gets lit on fire, jumps out into the rain, and calls Alfred. Grapples Alf- up oh, yeah. into the roof. Grapples to the roof, calls Alfred.
1: Alfred! Alfred! Alfred!
0: Alfred! And Alfred- how did Alfred do this? I don't know. Yeah, how did he get him from the roof? <laughs> I'm sure Bruce, like, tr- fell down. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> gets him in the backseat of, of the Bentley. He's hallucinating. Gets He's him talking back. to himself. And then Bruce wakes up after having hallucinogenic visions of, I think, his father and everything. And, yeah, it's like, it's like a quick little flashy montage. Yeah, yeah, And Alfred's there with some Alka-Seltzer Plus and Lucius Fox. Lucius says that he basically saved his life last night. I he, synthesized the proteins and targeted the blah, 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 blah. That's blah, 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 mostly blah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, am I supposed to understand any of that? I just I've, wanted you to know how hard it was. So Lucius found a, a cure, an antidote for the toxin. You know, like when Lee says, oh, you know how it is. You're at the club. Someone's passing around a uh, psychotropic hallucinogens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then he says uh he asks lucius lucius where, how do they end it he asks him if he can make more yes. he said i can make i can make a, like an antidote yeah right? i've I've developed an antidote i can make like two more or something yeah. like that i can make three more yeah because he <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. you know, can only make so much of yeah. it and then lucius goes to alfred says alfred and then alfred goes lucius and then they leave and then this is the uh, doorbell rings. Rachel shows up with the birthday present. It's his right, birthday. It's the arrowhead. She has the arrowhead, and then he's like, "Oh, you're not staying for my birthday. My boss is mis- missing, which means I better probably start looking at the bottom of the lake. Of that the means river. the narrows. Yeah. So then he tells she tells him she's going. He's she is going to Crane's facility. And that's what gets him to go after her. Exactly, yes. man. Exactly. We're figuring it out. Yeah, we are. We got this. So basically, say everything we said that about Rachel stuff yeah. in the elevator. And then, so after Crane hits her with the toxin, they're like in the back of the facility. And she's, the guys are asking her, like, is she going to make it? And he's he's like, The mine can only take so much. She has, she's been given a lethal dose. The mine can only take so much. Yeah. And then. They start hearing noises like the Batman lights here. turn off, yeah, <clears> lights the turn lights off. turn off, and only the emergency lights remain on, and then everyone's like, "Oh, what was that?" He's like, the Batman <laughs> <laughs> do what you do when you cut call- whenever there's a power around. Call the police. you want the police here? Yeah, they can't stop us now yeah they've we've already gone too far. Yeah. Is it true that he can fly? We'll find out <laughs> <laughs> and then, yes, the uh, the Batman attacking the criminals, uh, a couple of them he takes out and then he drops to the floor and takes a bunch out crane tries to shoot him with a toxin but batman grabs his arm and actually sprays it on his face giving taste of your own medicine, medicine doctor, doctor. <laughs> where are the drugs who are you working for raz raza, raza, Ghul. raza Ghul's dead who are you working for <laughs> dr crane can't come in right now he's not in <laughs> you can take a message yeah. at the beep <laughs> yeah so he makes crane go insane and he looks he sees batman as an actual monster yes It's great all right and then and then batman he finds rachel right or he grabs Rachel. they take rachel to the top of the building meanwhile police and swat have swarmed the building exactly then batman finds her at the top of the stairs and then swat starts to go in and i love how gordon is um they're they're all like waiting to go in yeah outside and gordon's like i'm going in now if you go in, I'll go after you, sir. And then Gordon just goes in by <laughs> himself. Yeah, no one follows him. No one follows the him Batman's in. in there. So they go up, and Batman go- sees that they're coming down the, st- well, the stairs. Well, no, Gordon finds them at the top. Okay, yeah, 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 And then he's like, what happened to her? And he's like, she's been drugged by a psychotropic hallucinogen. And he tells, he basically, the plan is, meet me out back. I'm going to get out and take her out back, and I'll meet you there. And he says, we can take my car. And then Batman's like, I brought mine. I brought mine. That's <laughs> later, though. No, I'm out- too. That's outside of the building. Cause first, so what happens is they le- Gordon takes her, and then the SWAT start uh, invading the building. Okay, okay. When, uh, but Batman taps the uh, button on the sole of his shoe. He takes out that little chunk, and then it lights up red. And then bats come flying everywhere. Bats come everywhere. flying all over the place. So when SWATs swarm the building, they get attacked by bats, and then Batman's able to drop down the stairwell Wild while Gordon's, Gordon's carrying Rachel. Yeah. They meet outside the building in the alleyway, and then there's the lion. About the cars. I brought mine. Whose car are we taking? We, my car's over there. I brought mine. I gotta get me one of those. Yeah. And then we have the chase. Oh, man. This is one of the best scenes, man. Yeah. The, the chase sequence of Batman and the Tumbler with Rachel being chased by police. He's jumping on rooftops! I love the Tumbler. It's my favorite Batmobile, the Tumbler. Oh, 100%, man. Yeah. 100%. My favorite. So practical and kind of realistic. And it's really, really cool. Lots of miniature work done on the sequence, and as well as public destruction of, of <laughs> yeah roads and, and buildings. And uh, it's just really great stunt work, great action sequences. And I, I just remember this being a highlight of the film for sure. When I was a kid, I love how Rachel's like half, oh, oh, half conscious, yeah, in and out, and Batman says to her, Remain calm. (laughs) (laughs) And then he says, You've been poisoned. And she's like, Oh shit, what? You're gonna die. (laughs) Stay calm. Because, like, after he says that, after he says remain calm, she's like, Okay, I'll remain calm. (laughs) You've been poisoned. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, that's so funny. (laughs) Rachel, Rachel. And Batman outsmarts the police and gets away from them. And eventually makes it to their. The, the freeway waterfall. chase? Yeah, it's great. Freeway chase, then waterfall shoots through off the wa- waterfall ramp through the water into his bat cave with her, takes her out of the Batmobile, and has one of the antidotes from Lucius Fox waiting for him, basically. He glides down. Yeah, it's actually cool. Yeah. <laughs> and then gives it to her, and she's falling asleep. And then before she falls asleep, he says, Give this to Jim Gordon. It's the other antidote, right? Yeah. Or le- I think he left a note. For her. And she finds it. Or maybe she says it. I yeah. think maybe he says it. Like yeah, maybe This is for Jim Gordon. And, and then, then, then when then... she passes out, he takes his mask off. Fuck, I need a drink. need a drink. <laughs> 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 then he goes upstairs, put a tie in his tie, and Alfred's pissed, and he turns on the news and sh- sees the high speed chase. What do you call this? This is a miracle nobody got hurt? I call it good television. Damn good television. <laughs> and then Alfred's worried that he's taking it too far and he's gonna kill himself and hurt others. And this is the same night Bruce's birthday party's going on right yeah, now. Yeah, that's why he's talking it's time for those the Those guests those are Bruce Wayne's guests. Basically, because Bruce is like I Bruce is basically saying tell them... Th- no no we... He says he doesn't get he doesn't care about his family um or about him. He just cares about and then he's like, it was Rachel, Alfred. She was poisoned. She's downstairs. I need you to take her home. Yes. This is all... Yeah. Cause bu- so before he left earlier in the day, Alfred was like, what about your birthday party? He's like, tell yes. them that joke you know. And that's why Rachel came to give him yeah. the birthday party. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So Alfred takes Rachel to the back of the car, which is funny because people see him <laughs> <The> doing <employees laughs> it. The employees are like, what the fuck? He's like... And then he takes her home. And then Bruce is throwing his party, but then who shows up Raz al Ghul another fake Raz al Ghul is there because he gets introduced by some aristocrat socialite you need to meet this person Am i saying it right Raz al Ghul and then Bruce is like what he turns and you're he's not like, Raz al Ghul Raz al, al Ghul is dead and then Dickard shows up or what or he says like a great line yeah it's it's a really good line i can't think of it or was he uh i don't know was he? or was he or was he ever or, yeah, something like that. Funny, witty line. It was me the whole time, <laughs> <laughs> basically. Yeah, or basically hiding in the shadows, something like that. And then That's Bruce, Bruce is like, says, "You're." Then it's, then Bruce says, "Raz," like he's like pointing at pointing him out as Raz, understanding it. He's, he says something like, or just hiding in the shadows. That's what Bruce says to Raz, and basically showing cheap him. parlor trick Um, and then Raz Al Ghul is basically saying, "We're here to fulfill our plan," and then he's. Bruce is pointing out all of the League of Shadows members hiding in disguise. And then Bruce, thinking quickly in order to get everyone in this party you welcome to, save to explain t- the situation to them. <laughs> to save everyone, basically, acts drunk and tells everyone to get out of his house like a drunken billionaire idiot, which is clever and it works to get everyone out of their house. To, like, yeah. get you're you're never of short of a few of freeloaders. Yeah. 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 So it gets everyone out of the Elv Wayne Manor. Ducard's like it's pointless, it's futile. Anyways, they'll all be dead soon. Basically, yeah. it was cool because I, when you realize that everybody in that room was in danger of getting killed by these people, it's cool. And Razagul says that line to him: "You left me for dead." Or yeah, so they start to destroy the the mansion, start lighting well, fires. I, well, first they're walking down the hall, and Ducard's explaining more of what they're doing, and then um, Bruce is like, "I'm going to stop you," but then the guy jumps up from behind him. That's when he says if you want to if you want to kill someone you simply walk up behind them and stab them in the heart." And that's when Bruce gets attacked from behind Something like that. Yeah, Yeah, it's one of the one of the ninjas shows up behind him And then they're burning down Wayne Manor and, and Bruce is fighting them But then obviously he gets knocked unconscious from the giant piece of wood from the ceiling that falls on top of him and then Alfred shows up while everything's burning and knocks out the guy outside. Yeah, yeah. I hope you were not a member of the fiber guy. <laughs> Wakes Bruce up. What is the use of all those push-ups if you can't even lift a bloody log? And then Bruce is like, fuck you, and then he pushes it up. <laughs> and, and then, then he, <laughs> he brings him over to the piano, does a couple of notes, door, opens the door, and they, they go down the shaft elevator. Secret elevator. It's a really sad shot because Bruce looks up and sees through the hole the burning of his, of Wayne Manor. And he says, everything my family, every, my father built, yeah. everything my family built is ruined basically now. And then Bruce, I mean, then Alfred reminds him basically that you're, like, it's just a bunch of bricks and stone, you know what I mean? You're, you're, the, the Wayne family is more than a bunch of bricks and logs. Yeah, something yeah. like that. I haven't given up on me, Let, have, you, have you, Alfred? Never. Never. And Bruce gears up, man. Let's go! Gears up, and does he, does Ducard tell him his plan? To, yes. Take the microwave a minute. This is what they're talking about walking down the hallway, right before Bruce and him start fighting real quick. Basically, they're gonna create fear and chaos throughout the entire city with the talks. Forgot to mention, um, before the pillar falls on Bruce, Duca uh, says, "Never did learn to mind your surroundings." And then the wood falls on top of Bruce. True. Okay. Yeah, we forgot that part. Good point. So Bruce, Bruce gears, gears up. up. <laughs> go ahead. No, no, you go ahead, man. Bruce gears up, and we also have we see basically the League of Shadows infiltrating Gotham, infiltrating the water and power departments. They turn on the microwave emitter on the train, the, and that kid is nearby. Yeah, on the train, and, and then that kid, one of the guys, just shoves him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Rachel's, Rachel's there. Rachel's there. Yeah, but um, their plan is to they're gonna put the microwave emitter on the train. Yes, right, and yes. run it through the whole city. Mm-hmm and it will send Gotham into madness. Gotham into madness. But obviously there's a loophole here that if you're like in a hot shower or, a or boiling, boiling water, right. obviously you would have had the steam for, in the toxin in your system Everybody already. should be crazy by now. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's just, you know, take it with a grain of salt. It's a, little hole, little it's hole. a good plan, though. Yeah, it's a great plan. And, he, and it, start, it starts to succeed, so they're sending the, the train all the way to the center of Wayne Tower, which is the center of the city when it comes to the water supply, and they've also shut down the police have shut down the island basically and shut off shut down the bridges that Close connect the bridges, to yeah. the island part and then bruce jumps the bridge he finds gordon inside the narrow neighborhood and gives gordon the car in the vaccine the, yeah or the antidote he gives him the tumbler no no rachel gives gordon the antidote yes. says this is from our mutual friend this is from our friend and then a little bit after that bruce finds gordon gives him the the tumbler And then Bruce goes after Raza. Yeah. And that, okay. And that reminds me that he does tell Rachel to give this to Jim Gordon because then as soon as she wakes up, she grabs the antidote. Yeah. And it's a quick shot. We're getting uh, Bruce. Bruce goes through. Doesn't he throw like the grenades off the walls in the mental institution? Excuse me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He's going through Arkham Asylum. Yeah. Arkham Asylum. Yeah. He's going through Arkham Asylum, going through the Narrows, and then he's being attacked. And... There's just craziness happening all over the place because everyone's either going insane with, with fear or yeah. insane with, with madness. So a lot of the gases have been released and Crane's riding that horse and Rachel sees Living him. Living his best life, yeah, to be honest. Yeah, it's awesome. He's having a blast. And then Bruce, I mean, Batman finds Ra's al Ghul and his men. And then he says, I can take two of your pawns. And so Ra's al Ghul. Oh, okay. Bruce, I mean, Br- Batman, rooftop. Batman saves Rachel and Joffrey and the kid and then they're on top of a rooftop but doesn't she tase him in the face she Tases him in the face but then another point there's a guy with a knife approaching them yeah 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 That's what and he then saves Batman them. saves them and then Batman and Rachel on the roof and he's gonna fly to the train al Ghul yeah and then she says you could die what's your name you could die he says it's not who I am underneath it's what I do that defines me. Bruce? Bruce? And he jumps. It's pretty awesome. And he flies. And, and he's he flying got- overhead. Yeah. And people on the streets looking up at him. Looking, He looks like a demon monster. They're all terrified of him. There's also a scene where he's got like a crowd surrounding him. And he has to gauntlet up to rem- remember. No, that's not yet. So he flies. And he reaches Ra's al Ghul's people. Ra's al Ghul and his guys. And on he, the train? He, no, no, no. Just outside. Okay. And Raz goes... You took my, uh, you took theatricality a little bit too far, and then he fights. He says, "I can take two of your pawns," and then Roz gives out two more, two more guys to fight him. So it's four on one against Bruce. When Roz gets into the train and takes off, Bruce uh, Batman fights the four guys, takes them out, but then he gets swarmed by the crowd. They start all grabbing him, taking him over. The train's taking off. He grapples onto the train and then it pulls him out. You're right, and then he's swinging behind it. Yeah, that's right. Okay, and then he enters the train and he fights a couple more of his pawns. And then it's him versus Ravalgul. Right. Meanwhile, old uh, <laughs> Gordon, Gor- can you drive stick? Can you drive stick? <laughs> yeah, that happens earlier. Yeah. And then Gordon approaches one of the main pillars of the of the subway bridge train tracks, and then he starts trying to shoot the tracks. Yeah, so I forgot. So when when Bruce jumps the bridge, jumps mm-hmm. the river, he meets up with Gordon, gives him the car, can you drive stick? And then it's a fun sequence watching Gordon trying to figure out how to drive the tumbler. And then he gets put inside, like, lo- the oh lower. my god, what's oh! <laughs> And then he shoots at the pillar and misses, and there's a guy nearby, like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Batman's fighting the thugs, and then he gets to Roz, and it's Roz versus Batman on the train. It's a good fight, and... what is it, Alfred? I mean, Roz says you never did mind your surroundings, or something like that? That line comes up again? Not yet, not quite yet. Bruce says it to him. But not yet. So they fight a bit, and then, um... I see you uh, haven't learned any new tricks, and then he goes, How about this?! Yeah. And he cuts through the the sword. Because yeah. Roz has a sword fighting Batman. And basically, he he beats Raz al Ghul, and then Roz basically says, But you won't let me... I mean, Br- Batman sa- Bruce says, I'm not gonna kill you, but I don't have to save you. Well, so first, he incapacitates Roz, after he says, never did learn to mind your surroundings, and he incapacitates Roz. And then, he breaks... So, there was a point in the fight where Bruce was at the front of the train, and he's fucking up the steering system and everything, and then Roz thinks he was, like, trying to slow the train down, but he realizes, oh, he said it so that it was going fast and wouldn't stop. I thought Roz fucked it up on purpose. I think Batman did it. No, because Batman would have just stopped it. Why would Batman want it to go faster? I think, I'm pretty sure Batman did that. Why would he want to do that? To drive it off the tracks. He could just stop it. He could. No, it's not, him. it's not that cool though. No, no. <laughs> Roz does it when he, he pushes the gear forward. Remember the train lunges forward and everyone's like, OH SHIT! That's what happens. Maybe, And yeah. then he bashes it so that Batman can't stop it. Maybe. Cause then, cause yeah, that, yeah. cause the, the Gordon thing is the backup plan. Yeah, Why would yeah. you want to yeah. blow up a building? alright, alright, alright. All right, all right. <laughs> good point, good point, good point, alright. So he can't stop the train. No, 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 because, you know, I'm right. Because then Ross goes, Ross says, this is why you'll never learn. And he said, he's got Batman on the ground. He's like, this is why you can never, like, get past your fear. And this is why you'll never beat me. And that's why you'll never stop this train. And then Bruce goes, who said anything about stopping it? Oh, yeah. Because Batman, he did fuck it up. Okay. So that would just not, so it would just be going super fast and keep driving. And then, then Raz is like, what? And he turns back and he sees that the, the gears are all fucked up, the control station. And then he goes, you never did learn to mind your surroundings. Then he incapacitates Raz al Ghul. I'm not going to kill you, but I don't have to save yeah, you. So, and then he blows go- up the, the back the apartments back, yeah. so that no one gets killed. He, no, so he blows up the back, giving Raz a chance to escape. No, no, so no, because he doesn't want the people on the train to get killed. There's no one on the train. There are people on the train. Oh, I, th- I thought he blew... Okay, so it's that and he also... He blows so it so there's nothing... So the front compartment's the only tr- part that's moving. I figured he did it so that he could get out. Then both. He, I think yeah. both, yeah. Okay, that's a good point. So he doesn't kill the men on the other compartments. Well, because remember, there are people. Because remember yeah. when the, the yes. gears go forward, yeah. remember, everyone falls backwards. You're right. And it, it's really only the front compartment that falls off. Where so, the em- yeah. emitter is. It's both of those things. You're right. And then he does break open a window with a battering. To give Roz the opportunity to escape, but then he, then he says the line, I don't have to kill you. I mean, I'm not going to kill you, but I don't have to save you. And then flies away. And then Gorin manages to finally shoot down the tracks, and then the tracks break down, and then Batman psh, flies out, and then Roz turns, and he sees the tracks up ahead falling down, and then he realizes he's about to die, so then he like closes his eyes in preparation for it. Meditation. Yeah. so I thought it was interesting, yeah, how he did that. I was like, that makes sense. Yeah, I guess how would you go out? He's, you know, facing... He's a ninja. He's He's probably not afraid of death. He's accepted it. He's not afraid of death. He's like, okay, here we go. He's probably like, did I fuck up? (laughs) And then the train uh, slams to the ground and then crashes through the the parking garage of the building, Yeah. stops, and then the microwave emitter explodes. Yes. Yeah. We got it. We figured it out. We did it, man. It was a little... A little back and forth, but yeah, we got it done. And then Batman is like... Does he see Jim after that? Or no, that's later. No, that's he just flies off the explosion. Okay, so then we have like a cut to the newspaper of uh, Billionaire Playboy burns down drunkenly burns down bi- Mansion. Yes. Right? That's yes. the front page headline. Uh-huh. And then as like, Drunken Birthday Billionaire, whatever. And then it's Alfred and... Bruce talking as there's people demoing the building and the destruction of Wayne Manor. And Bruce or Alfred comes up with the idea of like this might be a good time to take a look at the southeast corner. Oh, what is it? It's the uh, fucking northeast, north foundation, the foundations, the the southeast foundation, southeast, south, the southeast foundation, right? Yeah, we could probably do something because he says uh, Bruce says we're going to build it just like it was, brick for brick, exactly as it was. He's like, we could put, like, a foosball machine down. <laughs> <laughs> We could get, like, a, a cool tank, like, a, a, a cool bath. <laughs> a an sauna. ice bath. A nice bath, because those are popular now. <laughs> Anyways, Rachel shows up, and uh, now she knows she- he's Batman, and he's like, Rachel, he doesn't really know what to say. And he's like, I, I'm, I wanted to tell you. And she's like, what does she say? So basically what he's saying is um, Batman is a mask. And then yeah. she says, no, this is your mask. Bruce Wayne is your mask. You are Batman. That's who you are. And then she says, your, uh, your parents would be very proud of you. And then they, they kiss, right? They kiss. They kiss. And then they hold hands as they walk along the destruction of Wayne Manor. Really sweet. And that, that's when he and Alfred do the exchange because they separate and Rachel just like, walks away. And then he talks to Alfred about that. Exactly. And then, the we the ba- then we get the bat. Then we get the Batman music. And then we have Batman on the rooftop with Jim Gordon, who has created this little bat symbol for the sky, and talking about how things are in the city, how you know things are getting bad again. And there's another thug out there that you might want to look into—a bit of a theatrical, just like you, a taste for the theatricals, like you—and leaves a card, There's a calling card here. I'll look into it. I'll look into it. Great little sneak. Nod to a potential sequel that they didn't know they were gonna make, and it's just a Joker card. And then the post-credits scene. You know, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> then Batman approaches the ledge, and then Gordon says, "I never thanked you, and you'll never have to." And then Batman jumps off, flies across the city, and we get the great music. He flies past screen, cut to black. <laughs> nice man. <laughs> I love it. It's great. Wow, we did a pretty good job! That was good! I'm trying to think of what we could have missed. What did we miss at all, if anything? Um, sure a couple things here and there. I think we did a... Uh, uh, ...excellent job. It's tough, man. It was fun. Yeah. <laughs> you think you know, but then you're like, oh fuck, you mixed those you up. You know what, ironically, we nailed the nonlinear stuff, I think. I think so, too. I think we really nailed it's the nonlinear. The first act we got, no problem. Man, I love this movie. It's so good. All right, cool. I think that I think we're good. I think that's Batman Begins. Batman movies from memory. Thanks oh, everyone yeah. for tuning into this super fun episode of one of our favorite Batman movies. Hey, you did a great job, man. You did a great job too. Thanks. It was hysterical. Like I'm exhausted from laughing so much. Those these are these are always funny ones. The first half hour, I just remember laughing the whole time. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Become a patron today at Patreon.com/slash Raiders of Lost Podcast. We'll put a link to. That in the description of this episode. Share us with your family and friends. Leave those five star ratings on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Again, thank you for tuning in to Batman Begins: Movies from Memory on Raiders of the Lost Podcast. See you next time. Where are the drugs going? This episode was executive produced by our chosen one patrons: Cody Mowen, Andrew hagan Benjamin Cook, Calvin Murphy Griggs, Darian, Tyler McFly.